This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome everyone to the My Bible Works podcast. I'm your host, Cub Cooker. Very excited to be here today. We have a fantastic episode. As always, I say that every episode. Today, we're actually going to talk about how to be more spiritually mature in a biblical way. Now, if you've ever wondered how to take your faith to the next level, I'm going to give you 10 actionable ways in this episode that you can definitely level up your spiritual life and become the spiritual being that God desires you to be. Uh, And so that's what I'm all about here on the show. Uh, I wanted to talk real quick, just share with you guys a disclaimer. I'm not a pastor or a scholar. I'm a mentor who loves scripture. I'm a spiritual being and follower of the way of Jesus. I often use the names of God as in Yahweh or Yeshua out of intimacy and not dogma. Uh, I highly recommend you do your own research and pray on everything as I do every single day. So without further ado, let's jump in right now. Don't forget, hit the notification bell and the subscribe button. Also, if you're listening on the podcast on one of our other platforms, please give us a follow over there uh, and give us a rating. That really helps grow this ministry. So let's dive in to the time of meditation today. Now, what I'm about to share is 10 separate verses that are all biblical. You can go dig into the verses yourself after this and discover everything around them and how you can actionably use them. Now, I'm going to tell you how you can actionably use them at the end of this episode. So stick around. You don't want to miss today. Let's roll the intro. Welcome to My Bible Works. In this tribe, we believe in exploring the Word of God as divine expression. We believe the way of Yeshua embodying the fullness of Yahweh. In gratitude of the love we are given, we focus on things above. We read scripture as treasure, both ancient and mystic. Join me and let's explore the deeper meaning of scripture hidden in plain sight. And consider subscribing for more. All right, welcome back, everyone. Without further ado, let's dive right into the lesson today. Grab yourself a notebook, grab your Bible. I'm going to grab mine right here. Uh, Always recommend having one on hand. Highlight the verses as we go. Take time to write things down and get into the meditation with us. Number one, repent and allow God to correct your path of flow. Now, if we're talking about becoming more spiritually aware and mature, these 10 verses that I'm about to share with you are going to be a game changer if you are truly ready to deepen that walk with God. Matthew 4, 17 in the ESV. From that time, Jesus began began to preach, saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Now, he didn't say the kingdom of heaven is coming or going or around the corner. He said it is at hand. It is near. It is here. It is among you. Uh, There's many times and many different translations that even say among you. So it's very important to understand 
that repenting is allowing God to correct our path and our flow of our life. Repenting is not putting your head on the Bible and saying, oh, I've been horrible, I've been horrible. Oh, Lord, please forgive me. It's knowing that Jesus came and died to forgive you and return you back so that the kingdom of heaven could be at hand, so that it could be near you and it could be in and around us right now. And I fully believe that. And that is one of the first, I believe, steps to deepening our walk of faith as believers, as Christians. It is so important to know that the kingdom of heaven is indeed at hand and among you right now. So number two, as we get into it, live or exist in Christ. John 15, seven in the names of God Bible. If you live in me and what I say lives in you, then ask for anything you want and it will be yours. So to live or exist in Christ and ask for anything we want and it will be ours. What does that mean? I think oftentimes we believe that we're not worthy or maybe we didn't get what we asked for because uh, God doesn't want that for us. And number one is to exist in Christ, to share that mind of Christ. He said to renew our minds. And the way I do that is through scripture, through going through the scripture every single day. And if we ask for anything we want, it will be ours. To live in him and let him live in us. That way we know that what we're asking is good and pure and from the Father above. So, so important. That's number two. Number three is to abide in love. 1 Corinthians 13, 13 says, So now faith, hope, and love abide. These three, but the greatest of these is love. And I think oftentimes we as believers focus so much on dogma. We focus so much on tradition. We focus so much on uh, how is this biblical? How, you know, well, the Bible says this or the Bible says that. And we forget to filter everything through love. Even when we read this, to filter it through God's love. And that is absolutely vital to us having a deep, mature, spiritual understanding of any scripture that we read in this book, that we read in the Bible. The way the Bible works, the way my Bible works, is because every word I read is filtered through love. We often hear uh, to test every spirit and to filter everything through the word of God. And that is fantastic, but that does not work if we don't filter the scriptures through love. And that is one thing that Christ himself came to share with us is that by abiding in love, we can become more like him. Number four, be in nature and breathe. Job 12, seven through 10. But ask the beasts and they will teach you, the birds of the heavens and they will tell you, or the bushes of the earth, and they will teach you. And the fish of the sea will declare to you, Who among all of these does not know that the hand of the Lord has done this? In his hand is the life of every living thing and the breath of all mankind. 
So by being in nature, by being around God's creation and worshiping him because of our reaction and response to that creation, to the breath of God in creation is absolutely vital to us deepening who we are and becoming more mature as spiritual beings. My apologies on that last one. Uh, Oftentimes I do this alone, so uh, I leave typos in there occasionally. I am certainly not perfect, but I am love. I am light. I am one with God, and so are you. And so that is so important. Um, And I think that's another good thing is to not take things too seriously. That might be a bonus for this episode because I know I don't. I could stop and re-record this whole thing. Or I could take the flow that I have, the Holy Spirit speaking through me, and let the imperfections glorify God. And so I'm not just saying that to cover me uh, for my mistake. I'm saying that for you. Oftentimes, we never step into our destiny because we are seeking perfection now instead of the kingdom now. And that has been a catalyst in my life. Moving on to number five, eat good living food. Psalm 104, 14 through 15, you cause the grass to grow for the livestock and plants for man to cultivate, that he may bring forth food from the earth and wine to gladden the heart of man, oil to make his face shine and bread to strengthen man's heart. Now, I don't know about you, but I can't read that verse without thinking about good, fresh, living food. I'm not talking about the stuff you buy at the supermarket that comes in a can uh, that has all these preservatives in it. I'm talking about stuff that you grow with your hands, stuff that you pull out of your garden. Even if you don't have a bunch of land, you can grow a window garden, you can grow a counter garden on your your kitchen counter anywhere there is sunlight you can put some soil and some seeds and render the goodness of the earth directly to your table and that is so important to health to eat that good food now i'm not a doctor i'm not saying that at all but i'm a big believer in eating good pure food especially that we grow ourselves moving on to number six balance your temple body and exercise. Now put temple body, not just body. I want you to understand this. I want me to understand this. This is something that I'm just now discovering and I hope that I can share this with you. 1 Corinthians 3:17 in the ESV, if anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy him, for God's temple is holy and you are that temple. Let that sink in for a minute. You are that temple. God's temple is holy and you are that temple. You are the temple of the Holy Spirit. And that goes back to what I'm talking about, about eating. That goes to filter everything that comes in here through love, through the scriptures, through love. We have to be a temple of God, a temple of the Holy Spirit. And for me, number six here could have easily been number one. Because this is something that I'm learning that the more I learn it and the more I look at myself as a sacred object of the Holy Spirit, a vessel of God's Spirit, 
that I am one with God and God is one with me, that through Christ I have access to the kingdom right now. That has been a life-changing realization for me, and I hope that you'll hear me on this and move through this with me. That's why we do this. This is a meditation on the scriptures together. I'm not here to tell anyone this is how you have to do this. This is merely a meditation of the minds together and the hearts with God as we gather together right here on this amazing platform that I'm so thankful we can meet together on. Number seven, use good medicine in the name of the Lord. James 5, 14 through 15 in the ESV. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save you from the one who is sick. And the prayer of faith will save the one who is sick. And the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. As I stumble over words there, we've got bright lights in here. And uh, I often get glare on the screen here. So again, not in perfection here, just in the kingdom. That's what we're doing right now. Uh, I have so many flaws. My body's flawed. This world uh, will be transformed by God when he comes again for his kids. And I fully believe that. Um, and I seek now an inner perfection, a spiritual perfection and connection uh, that regardless of what my lips do here or I stumble over words or have typos or whatever that is, that, um, that I know absolutely that we're sharing truth here. And so good medicine, what is good medicine? Good medicine starts here. It starts here. Now, the Native Americans talk about good medicine all the time, and that's a culture I've often been fascinated with. Um, and while I'm certainly, uh, I'm of German descent, so I'm certainly no affiliation or connection uh, in my DNA necessarily to Native Americans, I absolutely love the culture. I highly respect it, um, and I want to learn more about it. And so good medicine for me you know, this says, is any among you sick? I'll just bring it back up real quick because this is worth understanding, guys. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church. So we're calling spiritually mature people when we're sick. And we're letting them pray over us. Anointing us with oil in the name of the Lord. So we're anointing in the name of the Lord. Any anointing, any ointments, any... Uh, medicines in the name of the Lord and the prayer of faith will save the one who is sick the prayer of faith will save us it doesn't say the oil or the medicine the prayer of faith and the Lord will raise him up and if he has committed sins he will be forgiven so the healing process the good medicine is not the pill we take it's not what we rub on our, our skin to heal our ails. It's not what we ingest, whether it be plant-based medicines. Uh, I'm a big fan of plant-based medicines. Uh, if you can't tell, I'm a very natural guy. I like uh, everything to be grown from the ground, fed from the sun, and blessed by God. And while I know modern medicine has some amazing things that it's done, I'm not going to get into that here. I'll probably do a whole series on plant-based versus petroleum-based 
Uh, you probably can guess where I stand on that. Uh, but I definitely, for me, good medicine, you need to feel good about the medicine. Could just be that you're having a bad day and you need that lift from God. Could be that you've had uh, an ailment your entire life and you're ready for deliverance from that. Good medicine, by definition, the prayer of faith, the laying on of hands from elders, from others who are spiritually mature, the anointing of oil, using things that help aid the healing process and increase wellness, increase your vibrations as we've talked about in other episodes. Now, again, I am not a doctor. I cannot give medical advice. I'll flash that across the screen right here. This is what I do. This is how I live my life. It serves me personally well, and it is my decision. So I love this one. I could probably stay on this one forever, but let's go on to number eight because this one is so good, guys. Number eight, be baptized in the Holy Spirit. And Peter said to them, repent and be baptized, every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. If we are going to be spiritually mature, we have got to take our heart of stone, submerge it in the waters of grace, and receive the Holy Spirit. This guy has some sort of rock. I don't know what he's doing in this video, but I thought it was cool. It was the only one I could find with anyone being baptized. Uh, it's often hard to find this B-roll for the background uh, that does it justice. So be baptized in the Holy Spirit. And that's from Acts 2.38. There's something almost magical about baptism. We've talked about vibrations, and if you go to the sacred water video that I did, um, I'll try to put it up here. If you go to the sacred water video, um, I talk a lot about how water kind of magnifies our emotions, our feelings, our affirmations. And I think there's something too, you know, if you look at everything on baptism in the Bible, there's definitely something to the idea that water is magnifying these affirmations when someone is baptizing you and praying over you and speaking these scriptural biblical things out into space and time and they are resonating through the water and you are submerged and you raise up and the Holy Spirit is just to me I just imagine this like magnifying glass on all sides it's just creating energy and power of the Holy Spirit and this may sound mystical guys but this book is mystical. Everything in this is about the metaphysical, is about who we really are. And if we can't read it in that light, then what are we reading it for? And that's the way I read it, through love, through high vibrations, through a metaphysical world that we are obviously a part of. And in fact, we are more a part of than we are of this flesh. It says so many times in the Bible that our flesh will pass away, but our spirit will live on. Our energy will continue and join the Father and be reborn into a new earth, a new creation uh, on the day of the coming of the Lord. And I fully believe that, guys. We, we'll get more into Revelation and everything later on. Number nine, as we're wrapping up here, care for creatures great and small. Proverbs 12.10 in the Christian Standard Bible, the righteous cares about his animal's health, but even the merciful acts of the wicked are cruel. 
what a what a deep cutting scripture here proverbs 12 10 let me read that again the righteous cares about his animal's health but even the merciful acts of the wicked are cruel so the wicked even when they're trying to be merciful are are being cruel but the righteous caring for his animal's health what a beautiful thing I'm, I'm obviously a dog lover if you follow me on other forms of social media I've got a Great Dane and an Australian Shepherd and so we're big big on on dogs and animals uh, I love all of God's creatures I've just got a, a heart for it that's a big part of who I am um, and so you know I've often said and and my wife has said to me and her family you know if you don't love dogs it's hard to love God and so some variation of that has been said throughout uh, the history of my family. And there's even the old adage that uh, God spelled backwards as dog because that's how he manifests to us. And so while there's no biblical evidence for that, I know when I look in the eyes of my dog, uh, there is a spirit of warmth and love and peace and knowing their creator there. And so I think that's absolutely fantastic. And so one of the ways for me to grow spiritually and be more spiritually aware is to spend time with the animals that I love and taking care of animals. And so I think that's a very high virtue. Um, if it's not something you currently practice, I highly recommend it, even doing uh, pet therapy, something like that. You don't have to own an animal to benefit spiritually from the love and the grace that flows through them as God's creation. So absolutely uh, highly recommend that. It's what I do personally. So. And then number nine, um, care for other people and expect nothing from them. Actually, this is number 10. I just didn't change the label. It's been a long week, but I hope the point is getting across. Uh, Luke 6.35 in the ESV, but love your enemies and do good and lend, expecting nothing in return. And your reward will be great and you will be sons of the Most High, for he is kind to the ungrateful and the evil wow guys like love your enemies do good and lend expecting nothing in return and your reward will be great and you will be sons of the most high for he is kind to the ungrateful and the evil like that's just not fair right it's just not fair that he's kind to these people that maybe we don't trust or maybe we don't want to help or maybe we know they're not going to pay them pay us back so care for other people and expect nothing from them i think one of the highest forms of exercising our christian faith is really to expect nothing to expect all good things and expect nothing from this world expect all good things from god and expect nothing from our friends and family Expect all good things from the kingdom and expect nothing from our job, from our friends, from the people around us, from the world outside the window. To just be and exist in love and faith, knowing that we're serving the Most High and that there's nothing in return for our gifts, for what we give to others. 
And so that last one, number 10, is really the service to others. And that's what Jesus embodied himself. He served, he washed the feet, he fed people. He was not asking or expecting anything return. He just said, follow me, follow me and share this good news. And guys, that to me is the gospel in a nutshell. And then he died so that we can return and ascend today. Hey everyone, That's welcome to My Bible Works. I am your host, Cub Cooker. Welcome to the podcast. The I'm so excited to be with you today. I also expect the great and glorious experience right now internally to God because I am what is internal because I am connected to what is eternal. And I know that you guys have had the same feeling, the same thoughts. I want to remind you, as we wrap up, jump on over to www.mybible.works. You can uh, grab the free trainings over there. We've got um, amazing news coming out of there every day. Sorry about the play bar at the bottom there. Um, we've got all kinds of cool stuff going on over there. Uh, you can download it on your phone, your tablet, your computer. It doesn't matter. Uh, there's actually nothing to download. You can just bookmark it. Excuse me. Boy, I've got my tongue tied today. It's just been one of those days. Uh, but I hope you guys are enjoying this. Then, if you want, you can support this ministry and all of my tongue twisters on here uh, over at mybible.work slash all dash courses. And the first freebie in there is the God-given gifts of brilliance. It's my entire book study. Uh, there's over 50 video lessons in there right now, plus downloads. Um, you get the book there. You get the full course study with me teaching lessons as well as reading the book to you in video form. Uh, so it's a fantastic place to go and study, learn, grow. Uh, but definitely go join for free uh, and join our fireside chat with other people just like you that want to learn and grow in their faith. So anyway... As I have a, a hard time with my tongue twister, we actually went and picked raspberries. Speaking of uh, natural food, we went and picked raspberries this week and my allergies just exploded. Um, so we did that two days ago and today it's like all here. So uh, that's why I'm having a hard time talking and pontificating all of these awesome scriptures. But I hope it helps. Uh, to me, those are the top 10 things to do. Um, as always, I'm not here to offer financial, medical, uh, any kind of advice like that. This is just my experience. Uh, but I do always recommend go read your Bible. Uh, there's studies show that people who read scripture every single day, uh, experience less negative feelings and more positive feelings. They experience more connectivity, more love, more grace, more peace. Uh, it's even scientifically proven now. So go read your Bibles. I love you guys. Peace. Have a beautiful day. And I'm going to go and uh, take something for my allergies. Some good medicine. Some good medicine. I love you guys. Peace. Hey, My Bible Works Tribe. I hope you enjoyed that video. If you did, be sure and give it a big thumbs up and leave a comment down below with what you thought of it. Also, if you want to join us in a virtual campfire chat, jump on over to mybible.works. It's completely free, and you can join a safe and open Bible study discussion with our global community.